All of you are searching for significance. You're searching for a purpose. There is a passion and a yearning that says to you, there's more to this. There's more to this. God never intended for us to just exist. God provided for each and every one of us an opportunity to do something that He has positioned us to do. You have a call on your life. It's my passion to see you connect with your passion. It'll change your life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And let me just say something uh, right off the bat real quick. You know, this... Um, we're going to find people with a lot of questions when they listen to this. And we want to say straight off that, you know what, we don't have all the answers and every every area of your lives, you know, we're not supposed to. That's That's your responsibility. But there is a need for individuals to come together collectively to be launched into a kingdom mindset. And that's one thing that I found out in my life, and I'm springboarding right into the main area that I'll be functioning in within the filling station. That after 30 years in the church, I just became very disgruntled because I was an individual with a significance need. I like to, like to be seen. I like to be very much involved in a lot of things. And I volunteered an extensive amount of my time in the church. I mean, I put thousands upon thousands of hours in. And I came to a place where it just didn't meet my need anymore. It came to a place where I considered it to be more of a job than an actual uh, excitement to share in of my time in the church. And I when it's balanced correctly, volunteering in a local church is very necessary and it's very good for you and all of us, but it has to be kept in balance. So I ran myself into the ground. I had a breakdown, I guess I could say that, and it left me with lots and lots of questions. Well, as I uh, pulled myself out of all my responsibilities, I came into a season in my life where I was able to connect with part of my assignment in life. And at right, right away, it, it kind of attracted me, but it didn't make a lot of a lot of sense because my mindset was, I wanted to do this in the church. I wanted to be involved in ministry. And it probably took about 18 months to two years for me to really come to a, a changing in the way that I thought that I can I have to look at ministry different. And so Destiny Tribe came out of this very bleak season in my life or in my family because we were all together. And I devised this program out of this screaming desire or screaming need in my life where I was looking for answers. And I, I couldn't find anybody with the answers. Well, you know, when you start searching for something hard enough or you start crying out to God to bring people into your life, he actually did. And so there were a few individuals that we came in contact with who spoke very clearly 
on the specific areas that we were looking for in our lives. And so this set us, uh, myself and my family, on a journey. And out of this, this program came to be. And it is designed to extract and excavate the purpose and destiny out from a person's life so that they can use their authentic voice to voice the very thing that God has for them. Now, I may, you may think that sounds a little strange, but when you can speak of what God has called you to do, it is probably more scary for you to hear than anybody else because you actually hear yourself saying something that deep down you believe, but your core is shaking like this can't be me. Well, breaking through a religious mindset, breaking through ministry expectations, breaking through misconceptions and misunderstandings, it'll bring you to a place that you can safely say, God gave me a dream and this is what I want to do for my life. That's des- that's basically Destiny Tribe. We go through a six-week program and we pull all the goodness and the greatness out of you and we even get you to go back and dig into your past Because you know when you can embrace a hurt, you can be freed from that very hurt. So that's that's where I'm coming from. Uh, We've seen great success with it. And individuals have been profoundly touched in their lives. They have been able to lay a hold of something very tangible and go for gold. And, you know, I, I do have to say that, you know, this is not a magic pill or a magic bullet. You have to do the work. You have to put in the effort. We're not, we're here to direct you. We're here to help you. And we're here to support in any way that we can. But we have not been designed to live your life. You are the one that lives your life. And if you want something bad enough and you know it's the call of God on your life, true. then you'll go after it it's very, true. very hard and you, nothing will prevent you from taking a hold of it. Seen a lot of success through that, those yeah. court, through the labs and people coming to realize who they are and what they're supposed to be doing. And we've seen some profound moments with people where they've been faced with the reality of who they are and what they're supposed to do. And it's almost taken them by surprise. Yeah. But in a good way. Yeah. And able to see people's perceptions change and literally see their lives change. We've yeah. seen it happen and it's it's awesome. Yeah. Well the last class we did, there was a young man in there who basically had been steered towards doing ministry and it was almost an expectation uh for him to do this and almost an expectation from his own life because he really said he said he didn't really know any better and he thought this was the call for his life. Well as the class progressed he really realized that there was a passion burning down deep in his heart and it was for business and it was to be involved in construction. And this young man started out the venture. He moved on, God inspired him. And yeah, there's peaks and valleys, but there's peaks and valleys in everything. And it's a learning curve. But I give this young man a tremendous credit, him and his wife, that they caught a hold of this vision for their lives and they're running with it and they're going for it. And accompanied with that vision, there is great growth in the kingdom. 
Because we never know where it's going to end. But if it's for God, it'll always end glorious. Yeah. Yeah, I think so many people, too, have no clue what they're supposed to do for their life. They know their skill set for their jobs, right? They know what their strengths, their weaknesses are. But when you say, you know, what is your purpose here on earth? Most people are just like, I don't know. I don't know what God wants me to do. It's become like a mystery. And I think part of the reason why is, and this is part of the reason, is because in religion, and I'm just going to call it religion rather than church, um, but in religion there is this celebrity hierarchy that, um, you know, certain people hear from God and others don't, um, that you can never attain that real knowledge for your life unless the one who is up higher than you tells you what that is. Um, it's a very odd controlling almost type of a thing. Um, that is really, uh, it's damaging Mm -hmm. to so many people. And I think one of the great things about your class, Paul, and you have a book as well, Mm -hmm. um, which, what is it called? Detox from a religious mindset. And you can get that on. That's on Amazon. Very good. Um, uh, commercial time, commercial time. The class, I think is, um, it's great because it's it's a small setting, so it's not like there's a ton of people there so that you can give people one-on-one um, attention as they share their heart, and you can you have that prophetic bend to you as well. It's not even a bend. It's your prophet. But, um, and so without being all, you know, theatrical, you can put the word of the Lord that you're feeling into what they're presenting to you and ask them questions in a way that brings out what you already know is in there for them, but they haven't either thought about it since they were a kid or they don't feel like they feel like that opportunity has left Mm -hmm. or um, any, they're not capable. They're not smart enough. They're not able, any number of things. And you're able to help them dream again, which is what somebody told you after reading your book. I feel like, you know, I have permission to dream again. And so I know that's your passion Mm -hmm. and one of the things that you're going to be bringing. That'll be a charged thing. So Mm -hmm. that'll be something that people um, will need to invest in themselves and invest in that teaching. And that's good. You need to invest in yourself. Um, And so that'll be really foundational to what so many people are going to need to to have as as they grow and go mm-hmm. um and then what else is your passion for the vis- the the filling station that maybe people don't have to pay for <laughs> <laughs> it is important to invest in yourself though it is it is yeah things that are 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 good for you, they cost, and you have to invest in yourself. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Exactly. You know, we're going to be offering these courses um, probably several times a year, but when we, when we gather on a weekly basis at the uh, filling station, there's going to be times and opportunities where 
we can all get together and no charge necessary or, or, or needed to come through the door. This is a, you walk in and we pour into your lives and you receive as, as much as you want to receive. Uh, we're, we're here to help. We're not here to dictate. And, you know, one of the biggest, one of the biggest misconceptions that I came up against in a difficult season in my life is that for me to be good enough, I had to be in some level of ministry within the church. And I think in a unconscious way, I think a lot of people see that because they do see a lot of people on platforms and they've uh, arrived at some level of significance in their life. And for for all the believers to attain to that, then they have to be in that role. Well, that's that's actually not true. And, you know, for, for some of us, we think that it's it's necessary just to totally give ourselves to following the vision of the house. It's important to know the vision of the house. It's important to embrace it. But it's also important to know that you also have a personal vision for your life. And when they work together, when the vision of the house and your vision work in conjunction with each other, then you're in the right place because you have people that will listen to you and help guide you in the places that you should be going. And where Can I just say, when you say vision of the house, yeah, not everybody might know what you mean by that. The okay. house meaning the church you go to. Correct. Not your where you live, your residence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I need to be clear. See, even in thirty years trying to get trying to get my mind, I still use some religious Christ- terminology. Christianese. <laughs> but yeah, the vision of the church. You know, the, the the leadership is responsible for the direction of the church. Absolutely. They hear from God. Yes. They make a stand on that. And that's that's right. There's there's no question about that. Uh, the unfortunate thing is the uh, sometimes the ministers forget that there's people in the congregation that also have a life as well. But when it's done in a collective way, when it's when it's working in a, in a two way street, not just a one way street, you find yourself in right step with what God has called you to do, and in right step with the vision of the church, not the house. So <laughs> we're going to be encouraging you every week that you come to the filling station. You're not going to hear from me every week, but you're going to hear from at least one of us every week. And this coming uh, August 14th, we are having the launch. And so you will get to hear from all of us. You're going to hear our hearts. You're going to hear the expectations. You're going to hear our hearts cry for the kingdom of God. And you're going to hear our hearts cry for you because we want to see you succeed. And that is the passion in our lives is to see you succeed in your passion. And it's, it's, it's for anybody. It's for everybody. And I know I put this podcast out primarily for men to listen to, but that's certainly by the wayside this week. This is for everybody and anybody. And if you gentlemen are used to just listening to me, well, you are definitely in for a surprise today. And I I want you to share this with your girlfriend, your parents, your 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 spouse, whatever it may be, your 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 buddies. I want you I want you to get this out because it's imperative at this season in our lives on 
what we need to be doing because we're in that transformational season and we need to be taking significant advantage of it because there is so much opportunity. Let's not get it, or let's not let it go to waste. That is about all I have to say. We'll go to Kim. <laughs> so your per- so your passion and your purpose in this filling station <clears throat> is to help people find their purpose and their dream and their heart and get them on a course to go for it. Exactly. That's your passion. That's my passion. That's my role. And because I, you know, I, I want to consider my, this, this may be a bit of a brag, but I consider myself an expert at it. And the reason I call myself an expert at it is because I had to do this myself. I had to dig down. I had to get down in the ditches with all the muck and the mire and just turn up and turn out and just, just dig and excavate a lot of stuff out of my life to get me to this position. It's taken me a decade. Well, it's not going yeah. to take you a decade. That's right. We've, we collectively here have paid the price so <laughs> that you can move faster, stronger. Learn from our mistakes. Learn right. from our mistakes. <laughs> and you will do so well. Like I used to tell our kids, if you just listened to me, I could save you 10 years on your exactly. life. So, and they didn't really, but that's, that's for all of us, right? But, we are all experts here, and we don't throw that word around just loosely. And we consider that an honor to be able to be effective in your lives, should you choose to allow us to do that. And we're here to serve. We're, we're really here to serve you. It is a kingdom mindset. We're not here to control or manipulate. We're here to give you truth and empowerment and a push forward into the very purpose for your life. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. I believe a lot of people are looking for that. Yeah. That's why there's so many lines in the psychic booths and right. people wanting tarot cards read right. and tell me my future. Yep. And that's why the lines are so long with that because people really deep down inside, if they would admit to it, are looking for that and wanting to know. What is here. my future? Yeah. What I'm. What am I supposed to be doing? Why? Why am I here? Mm-hmm. It's a big question for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's time for the lines at the psychic booth to be very short, and it's time for the lines <laughs> to shut down. Time for the lines to be very long in the kingdom. In the kingdom, and people lining up to. Take Destiny Tribe and find out who they are so that they can start ministering to people out there and helping other people find out who they are and what they're supposed to be doing. And that's what the prophetic gift is all about, speaking into people's lives. Okay, Pam or Sharon, what's your purpose? What's your plan? (laughs) What's your passion? Let's hear it. I really love... um, Community outreach, things that have to do with the community. I've been, and I was involved at that in that a lot quite some years ago in the mm-hmm. early '90s, I believe it was. And just being very passionate about the community that we live in. And I 
was involved in uh, food distributions and clothing and things like that, where we saw enormous amounts of people back in the day, lines and lines where That's for we'd sure. have to have the local the police department. Gave out like 800 <laughs> pounds of potatoes. <laughs> the local police department yeah. would have to come and direct the traffic, and it yeah. was an awesome problem. Yeah. Um, so doing things like that is something that really energizes me. Um, I love to be... To be able to be out in the community doing things like that and helping helping people. And one, one of those ways that I believe I'm doing that, I do own a business. I do own a bridal boutique, Scarlet Bridal Boutique in Rochester, New York. And I love meeting all the ladies that walk through the door and browse the racks with them and watch them come out in something where they see themselves so beautiful. And there's so many women out there that don't perceive themselves that way. Yeah. And it's a very, a very powerful thing and a very emotional thing. And I had that happen with me just today before we came on the podcast with one of my brides where she saw herself in the mirror and just started to cry and put her head on my shoulders and just cried and said, thank you so much. And it's just a very, it's an awesome thing to watch, and it's a passion of mine. It's a passion of mine to see to see people empowered. And so I'm believing to be able to use my business and the things that I have there to be able to get out into the community and bless people. So that's kind of what I'm looking to do, homeless issues, empowerment issues. So if there's anyone out there listening that, has any kind of bent towards that and that kind of gives you some juice, then we can talk about things and begin to grow a group of like-minded believers to be able to impact the community and do great things. Yeah. You know, it's, it, I think it's important for people to know the, the reason you started this business. And my wife's been involved in restaurants, uh, oh my gosh, tw- 20, 20 years. And involved in the church as well. And her parents are pastors, ministers. They were missionaries over in Europe for so many years. And it was almost an expectation to continue on that kind of level. Well, once we started developing Destiny Tribe, there was a passion that came up in my wife's heart. Uh, because our daughter got married and Sharon recognized the the trauma and the drama <laughs> that a bride and mom and all the relatives have to go through. That's a good way to put it. And so Sharon just said, you know what? I got a burning desire to, to open up a bridal boutique, a bridal store. And this is what we're talking about. It's a passion that she went with. She had no idea how to run a business. She had no idea how to measure somebody for a wedding dress. She had no idea on what it took to put all this together. Hence, if you'll, if you ever meet me, you'll recognize I have a balding head. That's where I lost most of my hair. <laughs> but after five years, she has a successful business. She has gone through the ups and downs. She's gone through the disappointments, but also the great times of connecting with brides. And it's not just about selling dresses. It's about connection. It's about making a difference in a community. So if you have a passion for business, if you have a passion to reach out in a community, my wife did it. I've done it in the past. This is perfect. We are walking examples of what Destiny Tribe is all about. Seriously, if I can do it. Everybody can do it. I can do it. You can do it, for sure. (laughs) 
Okay, folks, this is going to end our second session, and the last session will be tomorrow. Please stay tuned for that, the final session, because we get to hear uh, what Kim, Kim's purpose and her passion is for the filling station. So again, thank you for listening. Continue to connect with us. Get on that Facebook page, like and share. We appreciate it very much. We will talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.